Tsunami Studios. Welcome back to The Geek Wave. This is the low-budget variety show where we take a couple items from the news, we talk about them and give you my opinions and my thoughts, then we talk about a big discussion and we just have fun with that, and then I give you a couple of recommendations to go by. Before we get started, you can see all around me I have various old comic books. Um, I'm organizing my grandpa's entire collection. That's why these bins are here. These are stacked like six high on both sides of me. There is hundreds of books here to go through and we're just going to have fun with it. You can see right here, I'll just show you a little tease. I think I might do a video on it later. This is issue seven of Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. So I'm putting them all in order. And then I'm inventorying them, and they're going to have the date, the publisher, the title, the issue number, the author, the artist. Everything's going to be written down there for all these bins. And this isn't even all the bins, so that's what we're doing with that, and that's going to be so much fun to work on. And it actually hasn't been so bad so far. It's been pretty fun, but that's just what that's all for. So I put them all on my table just so I kind of have an idea of where everything is for the Spider-Man stuff. Then it will slowly go from there to everything else. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We got a couple items of news to talk about, and then we're going to jump into our main topic, which is a Smash Bros. cinematic universe. And I think I talked about it a bit when I did my Mortal Kombat review. Is It's like one of the only games I know a lot about and that I'm actually interested in playing constantly. So I thought we kind of got rumors that there's going to be a movie of Super Mario Bros. And could that lead into something bigger? And what I'd want from that. So before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about some of the news that dropped this week that I thought was a little bit worth talking about. So first off, let's get this one out of the way. This is the one I know there's been a lot of controversy online with people liking and disliking. And that is the co-creator of Russian Doll, which is a show I thought was okay. I didn't really get that far into it is doing a Disney Plus original series with a female-led character for a Star Wars series. This is Leslie Headland. Look, I I don't care about this that much. It's going to be good enough. I know there's some people that don't like the lead of Russian Doll. I think her name's Natalia or something. It's not going to be like that. I could almost I almost think this is going to be the Ahsoka show that's been kind of rumored for so long with Rosario Dawson. If I had to hedge my bets, I think that's what this would be and where that could go. Either way, if it's a completely new character, I'm all for that too. I think that'd be a really interesting place to take it. You're going to get some people who are going to disagree with this, which you already have online. You could see all the posts on uh, people that agree or disagree with this stupid stuff, but 
who cares really mandalorians work so far the clone wars has worked so far this is just another creator in their repertoire that could do something really unique and interesting for the star wars property and i have no problem with that as a fan of star wars i think it's a good idea it's new talent you're going to go in a different direction a female lead in star wars is pretty cool considering some people don't like ray all too much so i'm i'm fine with no matter what they do here and it's an interesting place to take it, and I think it's going to work and pay off. So I'm definitely on board with that news and everything involving in that. And if you're not, you can at me and we'll talk about it because I'm fun. I like debating people about stupid shit like that. And what else is in the news? This is a little personal one for me that I thought I'd throw in here. Apple TV, which is a streaming service I do not have because I do not want to pay for a bunch of random Apple crap is doing, I say Apple crap, I got a MacBook right here, right? <laughs> they are rebooting Fraggle Rock. That is super exciting to me as somebody who's a massive fan of Fraggle Rock. I've talked about it in other videos. I love the property. I think there's something unique and interesting about what that represents in terms of like the Muppets and Dark Crystal and Sesame Street. Fraggle Rock has its own unique perspective. It's very different from all those and it teaches kids different life skills and it's kind of more of an adventuring thing. I think it's really fun and interesting. And Apple, it makes sense that they're going to put it here. I fought for a fact because I think HBO had the streaming rights for a long time. I thought they would save it and if they were going to do it maybe do it on HBO Max because they got Sesame Street on there too. That would have made likely sense to me, but I think Fraggle Rock is kind of that Jim Henson property that's kind of out in the air that could go anywhere, and I guess Apple picked it up before anybody else wanted to buy it, which it's kind of, it's kind of cool. I, I don't know the numbers for Apple TV, but I don't imagine they're as high as something like Amazon or Disney+. Plus. I think because, look, Quibi came out the other week too, and that, it didn't tank, but the numbers were really low. I think Apple's above that. Apple might be around the Disney Plus market. I'm not sure though. I, I'd have to look into that more, but it's probably a good get for them. It's a name brand that a lot of people I think are going to be interested in, and if you're not, then it's not going to hurt you either way, because I don't think a lot of people have Apple TV, but is this enough to make me want to go get Apple TV? I wish it was. I really wish it was, but it's not because I, I'm going to get HBO Max. I'm already debating getting Peacock, but I don't need Apple TV just to watch Fraggles. I have Fraggles. I think Amazon's streaming the earlier seasons of Fraggles anyways, so it doesn't matter to me. I can watch those old ones, and I'll find a way to watch these new ones if they ever come out on DVD. That doesn't bother me at all. I think that's really cool, though. I'm glad to see Fraggle is another property that's coming out in the open here, and a lot of people are going to be interested in, so that's really exciting. And let's talk about this, too. Another property that... This is weird. Uh... A Hunger Games prequel movie is coming out with the same director. I think it was the director. I didn't do a lot of research into this one. I don't like Hunger Games. I read the first book, didn't really care for it. And this seems a couple years too late. I think the hype has died down for these kind of movies. Do we really want a prequel to this universe, especially in these dystopian times we live in? Is this going to be appealing to anyone who cares because i think the last maze runner didn't do great numbers allegiant they completely stopped making those and there's just a complete lack of interest for these kind of properties now so a prequel to hunger games who would you even focus this on that people would be invested in you can't do hamish because you can't get woody harrelson we well, probably could get woody harrelson but 
you're gonna have to go younger so who would you get and how would you even care about this this seems like a a bad idea if you ask me but maybe someone likes it i don't know just it seems pointless and a little too little too late you know if this was maybe five years earlier i could see that happening but it's not five years earlier in, in today's society. Do we really want to see this happen? I don't think we do. <laughs> and some other fun news to talk about. One Punch Man is getting a movie at Sony. This is very interesting. Because this, how, you have to do this one of two ways. You either do it in your, I know it's weird to say, but you do it as like, Deadpool meets Elvira, Mistress of the Dark with that kind of campiness, or you go hardcore Fast and Furious with this. There is no in-between for these two, and it'd be surprising to see where it goes with that. I think this is a property that you should get campy with, you should have fun with, and do something different and interesting in terms of other anime properties they've done with this, but you don't need to cast an Asian-American for the role of Satomo. Satoma. You don't. He's bald and he looks white, so everyone else can be your Asian American cast, but you can cast your you can cast your Vin Diesel <laughs> as your one punch man, and I think it would work. But would you go Vin Diesel or do you go like a normaler, funnier guy, like a Ryan Reynolds type for your Satama? I don't know. I would love to see it be Vin Diesel. I think that'd be really funny, but I could also see it being a Ryan Reynolds type, but Chris Pratt would be a good one, too, actually, just because he doesn't seem that intelligent. And that could be interesting to see. But I like One Punch Man. I thought the show was okay. And this could be a really fun project that I think a lot of people could enjoy and could bring this property up to new heights. And then maybe we'll get more of the anime coming with it. So that could be really interesting. And then this, the last piece of news we have here, which is something I'm also very excited about and something I like a lot, that I was confused on what they were going to do with this. So Scoob which is the new animated movie about the Scooby-Doo gang, which is going to lead into a Hanna-Barbera universe with Dino Mutt and Blue Falcon, with Dick Dastardly, with Captain Caveman. We are going to be leading into a Hanna-Barbera universe. I was confused where they're going to do with this movie because it's supposed to come out at the beginning of May. Obviously, it's not going to happen now, but it's coming to video on demand. I'm excited about this. First off, you're going to get a lot more audience People, I think you're going to get a lot more people to see this on video on demand than you would in a theater just because it's a new movie with a character that people know and like and you don't have to go out of your house and go out of your way to see it. It's definitely going to open up people be like, oh, that's cool. We got Blue Falcon in here. We got Captain Caveman. It's giving people a more palatable way to see these characters that they like and it just makes a lot more sense to me because regardless of what some people think or what some people say, this movie was never going to do like gangbusters at the box office. It just wasn't targeted to be that thing. And if you wanted to get more people interested in a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe, video on demand, I think is the best way to do it. I'd be fine if we did a lot of these to video on demand and the production was a little cheaper. Again, I would have loved to see it in a theater where we could do something interesting there and have that experience. But look, it's not Marvel. It's not DC. You're not making 500 million with a scoop movie especially when there's a lot of negativity towards it from some people who don't like the reboot or the voice actors or the obvious push for building a cinematic universe which i say to that look 
Who cares? Like, the voice cast, I have nothing wrong with the voice cast. They do their jobs well enough for what we've seen in the trailers. Will Forte as Shaggy is a little still jarring. I have to get used to that, but everyone else is fine. And it's Blue Falcon and Dino Mud. If you don't want to see them in this movie, then you weren't going to see this movie anyways. But those of us who want to see that and want the Hanna-Barbera stuff, this is a great way to do it. And I'm definitely going to pay the money to watch this one when it comes out. I think it's May 15th. This comes to video on demand. So that's going to be really cool. And I cannot wait to get that out. So those are our pieces of news. And let's jump into the main topic. So our main topic today is, like I said at the beginning, we are talking about a Smash Bros. cinematic universe based off the highly popular video game series from Nintendo. So I think for a while now there's been a lot of talk about doing this at Nintendo. I think with the release of something like Detective Pikachu, with the rumors of a Super Mario Brothers movie coming out, I think in the next couple of years... This is going to be one a lot of people are talking about, and I think it's this popular. This is a very popular franchise that a lot of people are interested in, and you can make money from this absolutely. These games are very popular; they're very entertaining, and they got a wide variety of characters. So, let's talk about what I want to see from that. Then we'll go through the character roster here for the Ultimate Edition because I have all of them there, and we'll slowly talk about what I want to see if each of these characters are in a Smash Brothers movie or if they get their own movie, because I'm under the perception and the belief that they should all get their own movie before we do a Smash Brothers movie, because it's more entertaining that way. So, first off, do I want this to be live action? I don't. I think you have these characters have very distinct looks and personalities that come from it being this animated style and feel. Do we want another Bob Hoskins looking Super Mario in a movie? I don't think we do. I don't think we need that. And I think the supposed rumored movie is animated too. I know things like Sonic and Detective Pikachu did well and people liked them, but that's not because those characters are human. We don't we don't need a movie with a human-looking Mario interacting with that kind of looking Sonic. I think it would be better if it was all animated and it'd look way more interesting and probably get a lot more people excited just because it's an easier, more palatable thing to experience. That being said, though, you can still throw in your Ryan Reynolds voicing a Pikachu if you wanted. You could still have Ben Schwartz voicing a character of Sonic if you wanted. You could still have them in that universe, but you go back to where everything looks animated. I think it's going to look a lot nicer and a lot cleaner. So, with that out of the way, let's jump into the character roster for Super Smash Bros. and see what we want from the movie. Of course, we'll start with Super Mario Brothers. This one is a given. I think it's pretty obvious what you could do with this movie and this franchise. I'll pitch you this right now. I think you could easily do... Mario is the lead. Luigi's a supporting character. He's fighting Bowser. He has to go save the princess. You could have Yoshi in there. You could put Toad in there. You could put Daisy in there. And then when you get into more of the other stuff in the roster, too, with a character like Mario, because what Rosalina and Luna, where are you going to put those characters? I have an idea for that after, too. This one's pretty obvious. This is your standard, oh, here's our hero who's going to go save the girl. So I think you could easily do that, and it's a very palatable thing to do with Mario. It's just basically the game. You could also throw the Koopalings in there and Bowser Jr., get them interested, and that's a little more of a side villain for you in there, too. 
and it just builds up that roster because Mario would be the spearhead, he would be your Tony Stark, Luigi would be your war machine, and Peach would be your pepper pots. Like, that's just how that would go. If we're doing the cinematic universe, that makes sense to me, and that's what I'd be okay seeing because that is believable for those characters. And if we're not going to do a Super Mar- a Super Smash movie right away, let's lead into like a Luigi's Mansion movie with Luigi in a spinoff doing a Luigi's Mansion movie. Maybe Daisy's there. Maybe him and Daisy are on like a honeymoon. Honey, and maybe honeymoon, or they're just on like a break and they're just in this mansion. It's haunted, and they're starting to deal with that. That could be interesting too. But I mean, a Mario movie is pretty standard. I mean, I don't know what you would do differently for that character because it's pretty much just go save the princess from Bowser in that storyline, and it could work fine. So, I'm that one to me is a given that's definitely going to happen, whether or not it's a Smash Bros. universe. Because if that supposed movie is true, that's where you're going to go with that. Where else would you go with that? And that leads us into the one I think I I like the most. And that is a Donkey Kong movie. I have thought about doing a Donkey Kong movie for so long. If I was ever given the opportunity to write a script for a Nintendo property that's going to be a movie, it's Donkey Kong I'd want to do. Because here's what I think you do with Donkey Kong. (laughs) Big Lebowski meets Spielberg. You do this reluctant hero who doesn't really want to get involved. He's kind of lazy, kind of on his own in this whimsical world where everything's happening really fun. It's in the jungle. It's kind of Kingdom Skull in that way. And he has to work with Diddy Kong, who is his short round style character, who has, they have to go fight a pirate crocodile to save a horde of bananas that will feed the tribe or the people of the Donkey Kong crew on the island. And he just doesn't want to be the hero. His dad was this famous like guy who fought some like cool plumbers back in the day. But he's just the reluctant lazy hero who's kind of just goes on his own and has to go deal with things now. I think there's some great depth in there to do something with Donkey Kong because like if you've seen some of those cinematic trailers for like for showing uh, the DLC characters that are coming to Ultimate you see Diddy and Donkey are both kind of lazy in those when King K Rule shows up and then when Banjo and Kazooie shows up too they're pretty lazy in those I think emulate that here he's your big brute guy he's kind of I don't want to say he's your Hulk but he's kind of just one of those kind of guys who you could easily make the comic relief, and I don't think anybody would be upset by that because it's an interesting take on the Donkey Kong character. And I love it. I love Donkey Kong. He's one of the few characters I main. He's one of those guys I absolutely love to do and hang out with. I mean, I'd love to see a Donkey Kong movie. It's Like I said, it's the property I'd love to write and be a part of because something could be done there. It's really interesting. A swashbuckling adventure with a big Lebowski-type lead. I think that's a very interesting premise that nobody would expect from a Donkey Kong. And Kevin Hart is Diddy. Kevin Hart is Diddy. And of course, that takes us to Legend of Zelda. This is your sweeping epic fantasy movie with your characters. Do you do... The Young Link, the Toon Link, I don't think you need to. I think you could just have one Link, one Zelda, one Ganondorf, and easily work around that. This is, this is like I said, it's your fantasy story. This is the one that has so much lore and history that I'm amazed it hasn't got its own series already. I think there was rumors for a while there's going to be some based on all the games, because you could easily do one for Ocarina of Time and all those other games that I don't know the names of. I'm not a big Legend of Zelda guy, but I like Link. I like all these characters. This one works for me. And this one, 
again, there's something about having all these different genres interplay within each other that could be really interesting to see. And this is like the most fantasy of fantasy you're going to get because, yeah, I guess Fire Emblem's fantasy too. But this one is your, here's your hero, here's the princess. We're going to have that fun. Maybe that's also Fire Emblem, but I do not know a lot about Fire Emblem. So I think Legend of Zelda is a more interesting one to start with. Because, come on, you have to start with the original characters from the first Smash Bros, right? That's where you start with there. Same with Samus. This is your science fiction, hardcore space heroine kind of story. It's Ripley in space. That's pretty much what it is. It's really cool. This one would be really interesting to see. And you could get a great female lead for this. I'm trying to think. You could get a Margot Robbie in here. That could be really fun to see. Kaylee Kyoku in here. That could be really cool too. And that could easily lead into a Dark Samus kind of character, a Ridley kind of character, and even a Zero Suit Samus, which we're gonna that would be a given, and then she armors up. And I would just think that'd be a really interesting thing to see. This one, I think, is the easiest one to make into a big blockbuster movie, and even animated, I think it could look really cool. So, those first four I mentioned, Super Mario, Donkey Kong, Legend of Zelda, and Metroid, that's where I think you start. And then we'll get into some of the other ones that you could easily digest in other places. So, there's your first four movies, then we get into our next properties. Next one... Star Fox, I think you could easily connect this into a universe, say that is part of Metroid. And I, I love Star Fox too. This is the other one I think I'd like to write a script for because I, I think Fox McCloud, Falco Lombardi are very interesting characters to put in that situation. You know, Fox's father was a pilot. Now he's kind of part of the Star Fox team fighting the evil there. Wolf's a very interesting villain. He could easily be one of your, not Loki types. We'll see how Taskmaster goes. He could be a Taskmaster type villain who shows up in here. And I think that's a very interesting place to take that. It's Again, it's your Zootopia in space. It could be like that. It meets hardcore sci-fi. And I think it's just, if Metroid is more of a horror-based science fiction story, this is your action-adventure Guardians of the Galaxy story in this universe. And you could easily connect those two together because they're in space. Maybe there's a connection there. So a lot of my other ideas for some of these groupings are all connected and on an Earth-based stuff. But we'll get to the one other weird one that I don't really know a place to put this one, and that's Kirby. Where do you put Kirby in this? Because he doesn't really fit in. Well, he kind of fit in with the Mario universe, but he's so much on his own. I think you could easily make it a different planet that he's on. And then you could just have him kind of show up later, kind of a Gamora type. I don't know, Gamora type, maybe a Groot type or a Rocket type. Again, Meta Knight seems like a character who could easily be thrown in as your Taskmaster kind of villain. I think you could easily do something with that. And King DDD is just such an interesting and compelling character in himself that you could easily find a way to put him in something that's cool and unique. A Kirby movie, I think, would be the hardest to do because how do you really tell that story? Do you get Kirby to talk? I think you could get Kirby to talk. But who would voice Kirby? That's weird, right? Who would you get to voice Kirby? Let me know in the comments. For me, I don't know. Jake Johnson, do you do that or do you go a little a little different? I don't, I don't know. Or do you make Kirby a girl? Do you make Kirby a girl? That can be fun too. All right, so here is here's a couple properties I think you just put in the same universe on Earth that all work together. Pokemon, Earthbound, F-Zero, and Ice Climbers. Obviously, Ice Climbers could just be off on a mountain. 
obviously F-Zero, Captain Falcon, I think he could be a hero that all the kids like Ness and Lucas and your Pokemon trainer look up to. And he's kind of like, oh, he's a cool race car driver. I love Captain Falcon. He's so interesting and unique. He's your speed racer type, right? So he is just this kind of cool character that everyone emulates and likes. And then they eventually meet him in the battle arena of Super Smash Bros. So you could easily do a, a Captain Falcon standalone movie where he's a race car driver. Then you could easily, I think, put the Earthbound guys in with the Pokemon world and have something cool happen there. I wouldn't make Pikachu the distinctive lead for a Pokemon movie. I would just kind of put all the Pokemon in a movie that has other characters in it. So I wouldn't really do a Pokemon movie unless you're going to focus on the Pokemon trainer. You could have characters like Lucario and Greninja and Incineroar and Charizard kind of all be these bigger, badder threats. Like Maybe some of them are good. Maybe some of them are bad. I think that could be really interesting too. And I think another one too, you don't really need an Ice Climbers movie because I don't think that one would generate enough you know, tickets. I like Ice Climbers a lot though. Besides Donkey Kong, I think I main the Ice Climbers. I think they're really cool, but they can't hold their own in a movie. No offense to the Ice Climbers. They just couldn't pull it off. <laughs> which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And again, Fire Emblem is the next property. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense to me. You could easily do another sweeping epic fantasy there. Introduce You start with maybe a Roy and a Marth, and you build up to Ike and Robin and Corrin and Lucina and Baelith and put all of them in there. I do not really play with the Fire Emblem characters. I don't really like them that much. I don't need them in my life. So I think you get somebody who likes anime. The Castlevania guys would be really cool. I say when I say animated, I mean something like a Zootopia kind of style. But I would also do a two two D animation kind of anime style. I think that'd be really cool too. So I I don't know enough about Fire Emblem to actually get some opinions on that. So I, it would work though. It'd be a Legend of Zelda type story. And what else we got here, Mister Game and Watch? I mean, I like Game and Watch, and I like Rob. I think you just make them. Man, where do you put them in there? Because they're, they're so connected to like the real world, in a sense. I, well, you could just easily make Rob a robot, I guess. And then maybe Mr. Game & Watch is a video game that's in the actual world. And he kind of comes to life? That could work, too, now that I'm saying it. Yeah, we could, we could do it that way. Mr. Game & Watch is a game on the Earthbound series, and he comes to life. That could be fun. So what else do we got here? Wario. Yeah, he could be your Loki type switching from good to bad. I think that makes a lot of sense and it could easily be done. Kid Icarus, another one of those like deeper philosophical kind of stories that I think would be really interesting to see. I think Pitt is a very good lead. He could easily be the Spider-Man of this universe. That might be weird to say, but he's the young up-and-comer that everyone likes, and he has this evil counterpart that's kind of his venom in Dark Pit, and then he's being trained by Palutena. This could be, I, this one is a movie. This one is your, I'm trying to compare it to a superhero movie that would make sense. Maybe your Aquaman where he's destined to be this great thing and he has to fight his way through these trials and combat. Maybe he is the one that knows about the Smash Brothers tournament and is such a big fan of it that he wants to go and be a part of it. And he is like our reluctant main hero. I could easily see that happening for a pit character and i think it would make a lot of sense and plus palutina is very much your elder of the universe type character so it would work and make a lot of sense to see her in that role and i wouldn't complain about that either i mean pit is your spider-man you could you could even get tom holland for all i care all right let's um 
it sucks to say, but I don't think we could get some third-party characters in here. So Snake from Metal Gear Solid, I'm sorry, but you will not be attending the Smash Bros. tournament. Sonic might be a different story. If Sonic could easily make a lot of money as a movie, he's a big meme. So it makes sense you could try to throw him in there. So I'm, I'm okay with that. If any of the third-party characters are making it in here, I think it's Sonic and Pac-Man. Maybe Mega Man, actually, but we'll get to that after. And Olimar. Hmm. Where do you put Olimar in this? You could maybe you could connect Olimar to a Kirby movie. So they're both kind of small, weird characters with that kind of stuff. Uh, I could yeah, I could see that happening. Or he's a space explorer. Maybe he meets Metroid. I think too. You don't need an Olimar movie. He could just be a character that shows up in the Smash Bros. movie. And I think you could do that too with, like I said, it's like with Game & Watch or Ice Climbers, Olimar couldn't hold his own in a movie, so you just throw him into the Smash Brothers universe and put him in that movie, because I don't think anybody would complain about him not getting his own movie. I, I, well, maybe. You could do something with Pikmin, I guess, but it's not as compelling as a Sonic or a Donkey Kong, so I wouldn't complain. We talked about Rob, Animal Crossing. Yeah, this could be... Actually, where do you take an Animal Crossing movie? Because <laughs> it's just kind of building a world, and it's not a lot of like outside conflict other than like taxes. So I guess you could you could connect that too to the Earthbound Pokemon stuff, or you could connect it to the Star Fox universe because they're anamorphic animal people. That could be really interesting to see too. Maybe Isabelle is connected to another character. I'm trying to. Is there a dog in Star Fox? Or is it just wolves? Maybe she's connected to Crystal. Or is Crystal a fox or a kai? I can't remember. I don't know. Animal Crossing. A vill villager could easily be a Ness character. So I don't think you need an Animal Crossing movie. Or an Animal Crossing character unless it's Isabel. Like I said, Mega Man would make sense getting his own movie. That's a really intense property that a lot of people like. So I could see that happening. Mega Man's a really interesting character. And you could get a cool voice actor for him. And throw Zero in there too. Zero is the Mega Man Meta Knight. And those two characters could have a lot of fun being the villains. And I think a Mega Man movie would be really cool. And Wii Fit Trainer, we're just going to ignore the Wii Fit Trainer. We're going to ignore the Me Fighters because they don't matter. Little Mac, he's just a boxer in the Earthbound universe. Maybe he knows Captain Falcon. Maybe he trained Captain Falcon or Captain Falcon trained him. That would make sense to me. Pac-Man, another character you just throw into the Smash Bros. universe because you don't really need him in his own movie. Do you? I don't think you do. Shulk, uh, Xenoblade, I have no idea what that is, so I couldn't even tell you where to begin with a Shulk-type movie or character in the story, so I think you could, I guess you could connect him to a Fire Emblem uh, he looks a little too modern. You could connect him to F-Zero somehow. Like, unless somebody has an idea for an actual Xenoblade movie with Shulk, I, I don't know what to do with him. Again, you could Duck Hunt Dog. I think you could easily make the Duck Hunt Gang a game in the Earthbound universe that the characters play, and then he comes to life in a Game & Watch style. He can't hold his own in a movie. That should be pretty obvious. Like, where would you take a Duck Hunt movie if you're focusing on the dog, because the dog's kind of an asshole in the game. So, I don't know. You guys tell me where you think that could go. Okay, here we go. Street Fighter, not going to happen. Final Fantasy, not going to happen. Bayonetta, 
I do not know enough about Bayonetta, but she could definitely hold her own in a movie. I think that could be really interesting to see. I love her design. I love playing as her. I think she's a really cool character. And there's a good movie in there, kind of your Resident Evil type character. I think that would be really interesting. It could be, I don't want to say a Zack Snyder looking movie, but you could do a Sucker Punch looking movie with a Bayonetta character. Or you could get cheeky with it too and do something with an Allison Brie type. I think you could easily go hardcore and intense with Bayonetta or do, you know, soft, kind of funny, sexual. Well, not sexual because it's Nintendo, but I mean, she's not unsexual. So do what you want there. Castlevania has got a TV show. We will not be seeing them here. Inkling, throw them in the Earthbound universe, throw them in the Kirby universe. I don't think they can hold their own in a movie. They're just a cool character to put in the Smash Bros. movie. Uh, Persona 5, don't need Joker in there. I don't know what Hero is or where to do with him. And fight Fist of, Fist of Fury. Oh, Fatal Fury. Terry, no, probably won't be in there. Banjo and Kazooie, I think Microsoft, does Microsoft own Banjo and Kazooie? I don't remember. If they do, I doubt we'll be seeing it in a movie. So, there you go. Those are some of the, those are the characters I think that could have their own movies, or what kind of genre we could see from that. And then let's talk about this for a brief second here. What do you do in the actual Smash Bros. movie? Do you have there being an, a master hand and a crazy hand, and they're the two big puppeteers, and then who's controlling them? Do you do like the taboo, which is in Brawl, I think? And then where do you go from there? Is there a new villain in the Ultimate game? I didn't finish the whole story for Ultimate. I think you could easily do it where we start off with there's a big... You could do the tournament element and then lead into the actual storyline. The tournament could kind of start off with some of the characters we know. And then our more reluctant heroes have to come in and fight and save them and do something interesting there. Because the tournament should be a big part of it where our characters are fighting and maybe the villains are plotting to take them down and then they don't know that Master Hand is in Crazy Hand are these big, crazy people, right? They're, they could be our big arching villains that are kind of connecting the threads to each movie, bringing all these characters together to destroy and eventually take over the universe. And then maybe we could do some really weird shit where we as the audience are the actual puppeteering hands of the master and crazy hand that could be weird to see too but i think there is a lot of potential for a smash Bros. cinematic universe and i think we will be seeing that sooner than later i really do believe this will be going somewhere new and creative and we'll be seeing it you start with mario you do a luigi mansion you do donkey kong you do metroid you do kirby you do star fox you do fire emblem you do legend of zelda you do an Earthbound slash Pokemon slash Ice Climbers movie. Then you do an F-Zero movie. Then everything else I said that I can't remember. And I th- there is potential here, and it's probably going to happen. I do I do believe that. It'd be crazy if, if Nintendo didn't do it. They could easily outsource to an, animation, an anime studio. I think an anime studio could do something really cool there. Or bigger budgeted movies, because look at Detective Pikachu. Look at Sonic. But I do think a Pixar-style animation works better. So a Smash Bros. cinematic universe, do you guys think it's going to happen? What would you like to see in those movies? What voice actors would you like to see? What characters would you like to see get their own movie? And what would you like the overarching villain to be? Before we go, 
I always like to end things giving you guys a couple of recommendations to watch and to read while we're away. First off, we'll start with this. Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man. This is a pretty fun series. And you can go back. I think you can find these all on Marvel Unlimited. So it's a great way to read those and have an interesting history of those. And watch Detective Pikachu, because I think there's something really interesting in that movie that kind of got lost along the way. It's great to see Pokemon on the big screen. And Ryan Reynolds does his best with what he's given. And it's pretty fun for the most part. And go play some Smash Bros, because Smash Bros is fun, it's interesting, and it's created an entire genre. It created an entire genre of gaming. And if you guys want to hear my full pitch for a Donkey Kong movie, let me know in the description. Um, not in the description. I'll say it in the description. Let me know in the comments below because after I work on a current project I'm doing with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I could easily transition to a Donkey Kong kind of thing with that style. So thank you guys for watching this episode of Geek Wave. If you're listening on the podcast feed, thank you for listening there. You can check me out on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter. You can email me in the email in the description you will find this information everywhere and i will catch you guys in the next video smash it up hardcore candy store give me some more stay safe